Hello there, this is Mark, your fat friend from the Fat and Black Connection, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about it, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other services. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Do me a favor and go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your very own. Good day, everyone. I am Mark, your fat friend. And I'm James, your black friend. And this is the Fat and Black Connection. Where we talk about anything and everything. Well, you know, of course, as long as it's interesting to us. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, this is a live interactive broadcast. Today is March 1st, 2022. Um, we, we are here to service you. No, no, that's not true. Because we talk about what we want. So, but- it's weird we're two months in already uh two completed months we are now in the third month of of the year that's what i'm saying yes all right well hey we here yes we're here uh we are streaming live on facebook uh youtube twitch twitter daily motion uh you can find us just about anywhere if there's something where you're not finding us let us know uh if you're listening to this after the fact via podcast you're probably listening on anchor or uh, spotify spotify apple podcast mm-hmm. google some... podcast breaker wherever just make sure that when you're on those you subscribe and Get, thumbs up or whatever you do to to let people know that you're you're let those people know you're liking it. Yes, and please, uh, the one thing that we do ask is uh, that you definitely go over to YouTube and subscribe uh, because we need to get our subscriptions up there. We need to get up to a hundred. Um, we're we're nowhere close. So if everybody that listens or watches this would just go over to our YouTube page and click subscribe. Uh, I promise you're not going to get bombarded uh, with stuff. Uh, we don't post a whole lot of stuff aside from our live episodes here. And then occasionally uh, we'll, we'll do something on the side, but um, we just want to get our subscriptions up. Um, but ultimately this is live and interactive. So anywhere that you're watching us right now, if you see in the chat box, type in, say hi, tell us uh, what you think of the show. Tell us what you think of us. Um, you know, or if you're listening to this after the fact, please go to one of our pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and, uh, throw some shade, uh, that way. (laughs) I want your shade. I'll take it though. But, uh, at the same, also, you know, just let us know if, if there's something that, uh, you want to talk about and if it, you know, falls in line with what we want to talk about, we probably have to talk about it. So yeah. Cause, uh, and good morning, Debbie. Thank you for checking. Howdy. Howdy, 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 howdy. Um, you know, I, I will tell you today for today's episode, we don't have a whole lot planned. Nah. We're we're just kind of gonna fly off the cuff here and um yeah, see see where the day takes us. It's uh 10.05. We've got to fill another 55 minutes of content, James. So yeah, um oh hey, hey and no. and I don't oh. have a beer this morning. Oh, so what, so what that there on? goes there goes a couple of minutes of well, so um you know I, I was, I was, I've, I've been watching. I don't know if you've been watching, but uh, there are a lot of people out uh, in our our society and in the, in the world actually right now that are finding different ways uh, to try and have their own personal protest against uh, the Russians. So uh, the last time we met and talked, uh, Russia had just began their advance into Ukraine, and and here we are about a week later. And uh, they are uh, just outside of Kiev, Kiev which yeah. uh, is formerly known as Kiev. I'm a little confused, and we could talk about that. It, it, is what, it just because the way it's spelled and the way it's said? The way it's spelled has changed. Uh, growing up and up until this whole encounter happened, uh, I was brought up and taught that it's Kiev. Now, all of a sudden, it's Kiev. So, I don't know what's happened there. Um, 
I, I don't know we're, if I've ever really just I've. I, how were you brought up? Was it Kiev or was it Kiev for you? I've always, I've heard I've heard Kiev, um, and yeah, and I agree with you. Recently, it was Kiev, but I also never really looked up the spelling, so I was just like. Yeah, the spelling has changed okay. as well. So there used to be a Y in Kiev, and there doesn't appear to be a Y anymore. So, uh, kind. Are kind you of, sure? Are you sure that you just didn't imagine that? Uh, you know, uh, there is just the, like the, the Berenstein Bears thing, <laughs> the Mandela effect, right? Uh, yeah, that could be the case. I could be from a completely different universe, and I've somehow slid over here with y'all. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite sure, but I am fairly certain. Growing up, it was Kiev. So if there's anybody out there listening, watching right now, uh, let I, us know. I, I always remember, I, I remember hearing it said Kiev. I never, like I said, I remember hearing it as Kiev. I don't know if I didn't look at the spelling. I didn't, I didn't look at any of that stuff. So like all I really have to go off of spelling is what's been going on recently. Sure. So uh, getting back on point, uh, people have been... <laughs> trying to find their own personal way of, of protesting the Russians. Um, and, and by no means I have no qualms with people of Russian descent or Russians that, uh, you know, live outside of Russia. No, no, even Russians in Russia. Cause there's a lot of them that don't agree with or support what's going on right now. Right. So they've been getting arrested. And, and you know, the, the military people, I, I feel bad for them because it sounds like there's even folks in the Russian military that disagree with what they're doing, but you have to follow orders yeah. uh, or else you become a deserter or, you know, whatever. And then you're executed. Right. So, right. I, I don't know. But my point being that there are bars all over the U S and Canada that I've seen different videos coming out where these bar owners are just taking all of their Russian vodka off the shelves and like pouring it out. And oh. um, there, there are stores uh, that are not selling Russian vodka or other Russian made uh, alcohols. So while I may not have a beer this morning, this will be our, our alcohol conversation to start. the show. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess pouring it out, but uh, you know, I'm never for alcohol abuse in that way. But um, no, I I have zero problem with them pulling the Russian vodka because I mean, the main thing is, I mean, yeah, you already you already bought it, but at the same time, you're not going to sell it. Therefore, you probably won't buy it again, and uh, that's going to. I mean, and that's again that once when the when the pocketbook starts hurting. You start rethinking some things. Hopefully. Uh, and I don't know if you saw, but just announced today, uh, Disney, Universal, and Sony have announced that they will not release any new films in Russia. Uh, oh. So there, there, there have been the sanctions, obviously, by the U.S. and other countries around the world uh, that are affecting Russia. Uh, I think we could be doing a better job. Um, there, there are a lot of ways that we could be sanctioning them uh, that that could hit them a lot harder, a lot faster. Uh, the the ruble, the Russian currency, uh, for the first time in a, a very long time, has actually fallen under uh, one penny. It is Jeepers. one one ruble is equivalent to less than a penny. What? Yeah. So, uh, I mean. To be fair, uh, just before this incursion happened, it was only valued at around 1.4 cents. Yeah, I mean, so, but still, but, but still. still, I mean, it's it's almost lost half <coughs> value since this since this has started. Um, so, uh, I, I I don't know if you've been keeping up. It, it's scary times, man. Uh, there. No, nah, I mean, I, I I I've been watching some stuff, man. But yeah, no, nah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Putin, uh, Putin's nutty, man. He has, uh, he has put his commanders on a uh, special heightened alert for the potential use of, of nuclear weapons. Um, so come on, bro. Like... Uh, which makes no sense because there has been no actions based uh, that I can see from any other country that would need to rise warrant, up to that yeah, level. Would, yeah. It would warrant nuclear Come on, bro. Like, come on. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think he's he's realized that 
he's five days in, six days into this thing, and is this a pride hurting thing? I think so. I think he fully expected to to the, walk in and this be done in two or three days. And oh, there were sorry. a lot of Putin uh, laying down front. No, bro, come on now. There were a lot of analysts that said that Kiev would likely fall within three days, and it <laughs> yeah. hasn't. But I think it's also because them those people are. The, I was watching some videos, and those guys are busting out. They had uh, they they had one guy. He had Molotov cocktails, like just straight up Molotov in a in a box. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he's like, the, the reporters asked him, "You make these?" He's like, "No, the people over there made them." Like, and I'm it's just like the an, one throwing them. It's like an apartment building, mm-hmm. and it's like these people are like making yep. this stuff at home and giving them, yep. giving it to these guys. Get these dudes. Yeah, and like no, one I, guy, I mean, one guy was one like these people are uh, a lot of them. Oh no, not all, a lot of them. I can't say that. But one guy, he worked. He was working in an office building, and he was just like, "Nah, I, I don't. I don't know how to use a weapon. I've never been in the military. I was an office worker, but now I'm fighting for my country." And so he he's been out there on the front lines. He, he had, like literally until a couple of days ago never shot a gun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and so like these guys are. These are normal. I mean, some some of them normal everyday people who are fighting for their homes, fighting for their homeland, and they want to keep democracy. And that's that's bottom line to me, man. Like it's like I can't I can't say anything against those people because they're I mean the balls on these guys and the president out there. I mean, who was a who was an actor? The guy was an actor who got voted in and he is now he is now like in he's out there with these guys showing them support. He's not leaving. He's he did a video of them. They're standing their ground. It's 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 crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, the I, I don't know if it's true, but it was reported a day or two ago that there was a, a guy who even uh, in essence uh, blew himself up to, to blow up a bridge to prevent tanks from getting closer. Wow. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, there are people, I, I just was reading an article this morning. There are people from the U S and Canada that are going to fight in Ukraine to help and assist them. Um, and these are U S citizens. These aren't people that are Ukrainians that have come here. These are people that are like, this has got, there's gotta be a line and they're, they're willing to go put their own lives on the line to help these Ooh. people. And they're so they're not military or anything. They're just nope. They wow. just they see injustice and you know it could be seen both ways, right? Like that's superhero status, I think, in my, or at least in my opinion. But that's what I'm saying, right? Is it superhero or is it delusional, right? I mean, eh, I mean, it could be, but I don't know. Stand up for something if you. I mean, if you believe in it that strongly, sure, absolutely. Uh, you know, if it, if they were coming here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's scary times. It's scary times. Truly is. I mean, it's just, it's, I I just don't understand how you, how you, uh, send those capital riot folks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how, how he, he, he just was like, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and do this. And it's just like, what? Like, how? what? <laughs> and then the whole, and then just the, oh, we're going to de-Nazify uh, Ukraine? Like, bro, the, there's the leaders and are Jewish. Like, how are they Nazis? I don't know. Yeah. I really it's... don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't either. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we're a week into this thing. Um and there were supposedly already talks yesterday between uh, some Ukrainian officials and Russian officials. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like there was any ground really made because it's still ongoing. It, it doesn't say it didn't really say anything, but I'm saying I know like, that this morning there was a general assembly of the United Nations called emergency meeting. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, I was watching some of it, you know, different countries making their speeches in, in opposition. There was also a meeting uh, at the UN, uh, over in uh, Europe, and when the Russian ambassador started to speak, there was a mass walkout. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. So uh, I think, you know, 90 plus percent of the world uh, does not support what is going on here. I mean, there, there are a couple of countries that uh, I wouldn't say they've given their full-throated support, but uh, they're not necessarily doing anything to try and stop this. And Switzerland, yeah, neutral Switzerland, <clears throat> for the first time, has given in, in, they gave anti tank missiles to, to the Ukrainians. They, they have chosen a side. They are not. They're not <laughs> neutral in this thing. They're um, not. He, no heads in the sand here, people. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, <clears throat> you know, if Switzerland's picking a side, that maybe you should really look at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Switzerland, who is who who is uh, historically just been like, nah, we're cool. I, I we're, even read the, weren't even the, peace treaties signed weren't like peace treaties being signed in Switzerland and stuff like that because they have they, been sure yeah yeah because they they haven't had <laughs> we don't have no skin in this game people the Pope even went to speak to Russian ambassadors um, this week to try and uh, voice that you know point of the view pope? and the Pope, the pope yes the Catholic and the Catholic Pope. He he's in he's in disrepair. He's in bad shape. He's not even from what I've heard. He's not even going to make it to Ash Wednesday services coming up uh, tomorrow. So what happened to him? Uh, I can't remember. I read something. He's he's in quite a bit of pain, and um, I mean, dude's like eighty five. So you know, he's huh. getting up there. But he he even went out of his way to go to the Russian officials and ambassadors to try and do what he could. I'm in pain. But I need this done. Right. Right. And and for those of you keeping track, tomorrow is Ash Wednesday. What does oh. that mean today is? Fat Tuesday. That's, beep, right. Beep, beep. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> That's right. Fat Tuesday. So uh, get your eating, drinking, partying in today so that get, you can get your beads. So you can go get... Uh, so you can go get your ashes tomorrow and uh, repent for your sins. And uh, if you're Catholic, of course, if you're Catholic. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So also that means that tomorrow starts the 40 days of Lent. Oof. So uh, what are you going to give up, James? You giving up anything for Lent? <laughs> Man, good thing I ain't Catholic. Fair uh, enough. I guess that means nothing. It's not necessarily just a Catholic thing. I mean, oh no, I understand. I definitely understand why. Um, I mean, I don't know what I, I, I don't know what I'd give up. I, I just don't know. I've never. And actually, if I, I guess if I thought about it, then yeah. Oh, hey, hey, all you restaurants, get your fish ready. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so something that I wanted to talk about, uh, is uh. A person I know uh, from back in the day when I was in the Bay Area. Back um, in the days. Her her name is uh, Dana Lee, and she has written a book um, that just Ooh. recently, and by recently I mean today, uh, has come out. And it oh. is it, it dropped today. It's called The Vermilion Riddle. Um, I, <clears throat> I was fortunate enough to get an advanced copy uh to read and i did and yeah, yeah. uh it's entertaining it is world building it is so this is the first book uh in a series uh, i believe i get the impression that this is going to be building up to more um and it's it's a really interesting concept so i'm going to read the synopsis uh really quickly so the war between fairies and men dimmed into mythology long ago, contained in the pages of Leah's book. Far from danger, her sheltered town runs on parties and gossip. Then, August Fox purchases the haunted manor in Carmel, and legends begin breaking into her reality. When her father gambles away their livelihood, Leah dutifully accepts August's request for her hand. But a shadow haunts Karayath his home of towering edifices and warriors, and she must contend with the ghosts of his family's past. Hungry to conquer the immortal realm, Nimrod betrayed the guardians and stole an ancient riddle that would guide him to the keys to fairy. 
To follow, to his follower's surprise, he names Benedict Fox his second in command. Benedict plays a dangerous game, his agenda diverging from Nimrod's. As they uncover more guardian secrets, Benedict finds himself hurtling towards a choice between saving his family and settling a personal vendetta. The war is never really over. And this time, the battle lines cut through blood ties and brotherhood. So, hmm. again, this is this is a world-building book. I mean, it's in in the very beginning. Uh, as you open the pages, there's there's a map that kind of lays out the land. Um, okay, I there's like that. there's a breakdown of how their calendar works. Um, there's That's a lot before you even get into the story. <clears throat> yes. So it's legitimate. Yeah, I I I put this on par with like Tolkien in regards to like world building. Um, So you know it's it it's really good. I I I, you know this is this is no Isla Nubar. This is a world, some world, not an island. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're not uh, we're we're not getting paid to endorse this in any way, shape, or form. I, I was, I was, like I said, given an advanced copy. I read through it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and it's so that's, that, that's why we're talking about it here. Not because I have to, but because I'm I want choosing to. to. Yeah. And it's something that interests us. Absolutely. So, um, especially please, when you know, especially when you know somebody too, that's kind of, that's also, that's also pretty dope. Yeah, exactly. So if you're interested in, in a, uh, an interesting read, um, and, and if you like fantasy, yeah. if you if you like books like, you know, by Tolkien, like The Hobbit, if you like, uh, what's that show that was really popular, wildly popular, that was on HBO and written uh, by, uh, what's his name? You know the one I'm talking about, right? Oh, oh, you mean with, uh, you, with you're the talking about Game, of Th- Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you like Game of Thrones, if you J. like J.R.R. Tolkien, Martin, Martin, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Tyrus. Game of Thrones. Sorry. I just, it was there. I just couldn't get it to come out. You know, that thing with the wizards, the wizards and the dragons, the dragons. Yeah. Yes. So anyways, if you want an interesting read, I know it's, there are hardbound copies, but you can also get it on Amazon and and lots of other places digitally if you prefer that format. So uh, it dropped today, uh, so go check it out. Uh, James, I know you haven't read it. Um, yeah, but I, I would say you know, go read it. Give it a give it a read through, huh? Yeah, why not? <laughs> cool. Uh, so we uh, <clears throat> we were talking about earlier uh, Billy Joel because yeah. James and I we we both love Billy Joel. Uh, one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life, uh, easily top two, uh, if not number one. And um, the reason we were talking about it is because I didn't know, but I just saw Billy Joel was in Vegas, which is yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know, that's where James is located. This guy. Um, and if I had known that Billy Joel was coming to town, I probably would have gone out of my way to uh, head down there to go see him, especially at a, 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 a Alliant, Alliant Stadium, Allegiant. Allegiant Stadium. Um, you know, they, they they screwed up royally last time I was in town. <laughs> um, and for those of you that don't recall the story, go, of go watch our wrestle. Just go watch went, our, uh, uh, what was that, uh, SummerSlam video. Yeah. Yes, when we went to SummerSlam last year at, at Allegiant Stadium, uh, it didn't go so well. But uh, <laughs> also, I mean, to give them credit, the stadium was still like new. They hadn't had, I think that was like the first, uh, not the first big event, but it's like uh, among the first big events that they had there. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Anyways, so we were talking about Billy Joel, and I went back and I was like reading through the set list of when I saw him back in 2007 um, compared to the set list that he did while he was just in Vegas. And uh, yeah, I, I'm i sad I missed that. I blame you, James. You're down there. You're supposed to let me know when this kind of stuff is happening. Sorry. And, you know, you should, uh, you should be 
be more aware of uh, superstars that you like. I, I'm sorry. Do you not like Billy Joel? I thought you liked him. No, I do. I saw him. I saw the. I like. Listen, the thing is, I saw the. I saw the thing on the side of the building, and I was like, "Ooh!" And then I went to go look at ticket prices, and I was like, "No." All right. Well, <laughs> just because I mean, you know, like I hope. Well, you know what? We're supposed to go. I, I do need to check what his. Uh, in Madison Square Garden because we're supposed to go to New York and I know he's been doing those shows pretty regularly. So I need to maybe just keep my eye on that. When are you going to New York? Uh, Possibly spring. So coming soon. So I was going to say spring is, you know, in like now. Yeah, like so, a couple weeks from now. Because <clears throat> we were talking about going we were talking about going uh this month but it's still pretty cold apparently <laughs> and tyrus just made a great point about allegiance stadium uh they have no excuse wrestlemania went well when Le when levi's was still new and that's yeah true. but they but they had had a, they had had a full they had had like a, a full football season by that time and no they, they hadn't had, they hadn't played their first season in that stadium yet i thought they did no there had only been like one major concert in that stadium at that point Mm. Well, uh, never mind. So, but also, also, uh, I think one of the big things was Levi was not card only. That's true, but to even more to that point, if that's the choice you're making, you then should be you better, have to, better right, prepared. You, exactly, and like I don't know, like it, everything was going fine at the beginning, and then all of a sudden, like, like about I think it was wasn't even, was it it wasn't even halfway through. The system crashed and they never they weren't able to get it back up. Hmm. I so. I I don't know. But um, uh, I don't know. either way. Anyway. Um back to Billy Joel. <laughs> back to Billy Joel. So uh great concert. Uh if you ever have the chance and you you like his music, go see him. He puts on a hell of a show, generally around 25 songs, uh, usually around three hours. Um so, James, guess what's coming up next week? Huh. Let's see. Uh, we don't have any birthdays. We don't have any. Oh, I think I know. Next week is our one-year anniversary of doing this show. It's crazy. Yeah. We, we've been doing this thing for, for a year uh, almost. And um, only missed a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't say no days off, but uh, yeah. but we we definitely have only missed a few episodes, and um, it's been a lot of fun. You know, we we've been it, for something that just started as us like dinking around using Facebook Live. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I would, really. I would say we've we've come a <clears throat> long way. You know, we're now using this fabulous service uh, restream where we look a little bit more professional in how we do our stuff. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we've gotten upgrades on our microphones and, and headsets and you're, you're still rolling on a crappy computer, but uh, Amen. I've upgraded my computer and we are hoping we're, we're, we're on our, we're, we're in the process of working with a, a graphics designer and everything. We're hoping that for next week's episode, we can finally unveil an official logo. Oh, yes. We've been we've been rocking the mascots. So yeah. thanks, Mike, for that. We those are those are the mascots. I like them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but yeah, no, it's it's uh it's interesting. I'm, I'm this is it's it's been it's been quite a quite a journey. Yeah, Debbie showing some love with the congrats, Steven showing some love. One year. How time how time flies. Flies. <laughs> now look at you guys, hearts, wings, and birds in the background. <laughs> I guess Steven doesn't like our background, so we can switch uh, it up. Oh, there you go. We'll there put some go. UFOs or whatever the heck that is. Hopefully, hopefully that's more to your liking, Steven. I'm sorry. Sci-fi. Um, sci or I'll, I guess I can just go super like patriotic. How about that? <laughs> is this waving in the background? <laughs> 
Uh, it is on my computer, so I'm hoping yeah. the audience is seeing a waving flag. Maybe one of them can confirm that for me. Um, so, what do you got, James? <laughs> what's what's good in your life? I know that Man. you you teased last week. You teased uh, a new job. Yeah. Can you tell us anything more there? Uh, I mean, not a whole lot more. It's just I'm gonna be uh, I'll be working at that. Uh, what's the name now? Uh, Harry Reid uh, Airport. Oh, um, yeah. I, I will be. At the uh, airport. Yeah. No, it's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm. Man, I'm on. So I turned in my. I. I was last. Uh, Friday. I don't remember. Basically, oh no, it had to be Friday because Thursday I called. Thursday I called my boss and I was like, "Hey man, just so you know, uh, I'm gonna be turning in my two weeks notice." And and uh, he's like, "Oh, you're quitting?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, I'm resigning, but uh, I I got another job with the government, so I'm out." <clears throat> and, okay, so uh, so we now we know that you're starting a new job at an airport and you've gotten a job with the government. So I think our audience is smart enough to put two and two together. I think yes. you've given more than you probably should have. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not saying, uh, I'm just saying that's what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy to, to start something new, man, start a new chapter and um, something that I've, I've, I've been in this process since June. Yeah. Going, <laughs> going on nine months. Yeah, I went I after I started the process. Thank you, Tyrus. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I started the process right after I came back from. Um, or did I start? No, I started right after I came back from seeing my mom in D.C. And so because um, I heard, you know, I'd heard that they were looking for people. And so I was like, all right, let me check this out. And so I went in, filled out the first set of applications, took tests. Uh, all that stuff and then it was just waiting and then I didn't hear from him until uh, I didn't hear from him until what uh, right before Christmas I think it was it was a little bit before Christmas went in for the official interview which is actually funny <clears throat> too because um, when I when I went in there was only two people that were actually dressed professionally me and another young woman that was coming in. I don't know, and and she was she let uh, she left after me, but everybody else was kind of like jeans. I mean, like they they looked, you know, nice enough, but not in a professional. Like if you're going in for an interview, at least you know business casual, not you know. So that's just a tip. So if you're going in for an interview, make sure you go in uh, professionally. Don't. Don't go in. I mean, unless the job is something that calls for it. Like I remember when I first went in for my interview with Pepsi, I had a suit. But next time when I went back for the the follow up interview, I went in jeans. But that's only because they had said that I would be, you know, picking. You know, there'd be some kind of uh, test of picking up. You know, lifting and moving and palette all that kind of stuff so i was like oh i'm not gonna be doing that and i don't want to do that in a suit so yeah yes so no no ripped acid washed jeans <laughs> no <laughs> that's probably no. that's out I, I, I believe you'll have a <clears throat> uniform so you'll have yeah no I, I will have a uniform so um but like i have um so my last day with pepsi is going to be on the 12th um, so there's a lot of people I've actually told most of the stores cause they've, you know, they've seen me for the better part of the past year, um, plus. And so, you know, some of them are a little sad to see me go and I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm sad to, to not see those guys ever all the time, but you know, at the same time, new chapters, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Tyrus does call out that. You know, some jobs like Google or Facebook might prefer yeah. jeans and a t-shirt. And yeah, I mean, you've <clears> got to <throat> fill out your audience, right? I mean, right. And that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I think even if, I mean, even if you go in, uh, is that even for an interview? Because I think if you go in for an interview, you should at least look professional. Or and you, you can, know, if, you can look professional in jeans and a t-shirt. That's you know? very true. You can call. You, I mean, I would even, you know, I'd maybe even call if 
you got the interview, like, uh, you know, kind of what is what's um, what's standard like what's uh, i would disagree uh, with you there if you're calling and asking that question that means you're not prepped that means you haven't done your own due diligence to to prepare and to so me as a hiring manager which uh you know but i'll share with the audience i have sat in on and, and conducted probably at this point uh close to two thousand interviews uh i have hired hundreds of people uh over my time and regardless of where I'm, I'm at, if you're calling me and asking those kinds of questions, that's going to be a ding on you. If you need me to tell you what to wear to an interview, uh, that's a bad sign. Is it really asking? Or are you just trying to, you know, just like, is that like, at, like, are there uniform, I mean, uh, is there uniform standards on pages and stuff like that, that you can find on all pages? <clears throat> I'm just going to say this. If you're going to an interview, regardless of where you're interviewing, you should always look professional. Yeah, going uh, while I while I don't disagree with Tyrus about some companies wanting to see being okay with jeans and a t-shirt. You don't, don't want to make your uh, that's not your first impression. I think if you walk into an interview at Facebook or Google wearing a suit, that's not necessarily going to be a negative. It, I, and I agree with what Stephen just said right there and I was just about to say it. I would rather overdress than underdress. Yeah. You don't need to come in a tux. You don't need to necessarily come in a full suit with tie, depending on what the job is. But right. at the very least, if I was going to interview it at Facebook or Google, uh, and it wasn't for like a high level type position, I would go in, in a collared shirt, button down and slacks. Yeah. You know, that's all that needs. I mean, it's not like, I'm not saying I went in, uh, you know, like I, I, it was a suit I hadn't worn yet. So that was kind of also one of the reasons too. But, but like when I went, that's what I worked for my interview, but yeah, no, there's been interviews where I've gone in and, and just, yeah, you know, khakis and a button down t-shirt, no tie. Um, and you know, just a, a nicer, not like a, a not a, um, uh, what, what is it? Uh, the jacket, um, not a sports coat. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I blanked on that. Not a sports coat, but just like a nicer jacket, like a like a leather jacket or something like that, just to just because it was cold outside or whatever. So, you know, you can look professional. Just go in, but go in looking professional. Don't do like some of these guys. I don't know. I mean, hey, they might have gotten the job. I don't know. Um, they might have. They just might have done really well in the interview. But I know that I left with the packets to go get everything done, drug tests, all that kind of stuff, did all my fingerprint and all that kind of stuff. So that's the thing is like if I got all that done at that point in time, you know, I think that very well could have helped. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I don't I don't think hmm. I don't know that you had to show up in a suit. I think if you showed yeah. up to the interview to for this job, if you had shown up and button up in slacks, you probably would have just as well. Yeah. Um, I just, like I said, it was one of those things where, you know what? I was like, you know what? Let me make sure I go in. I, 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 I do it. That's the main thing that I was, I was worried about. Yeah. And this is just, just <clears throat> like just about anything else in, in what we talk about, know your audience, right? Know, know the situation. Um, yeah. so overdress helped you pass the drug test, huh? According to Steven, <laughs> no, nah, uh, that one, I just went in, I just, for that test, I just went in, in jeans and uh, jeans and, a, and, and, uh, I think it was in a polo or something like that. So yes. And, uh, not using <laughs> drugs probably helped James, not James. To that also, that test. also, that also helped. Um, but yeah, no, like, like we were talking about earlier, like even with Google and Facebook. Yeah. Like, I like definitely it's not. Like jeans and t-shirt might be what they're wearing now because they're in, but like even like I didn't have to wear uh when I started with the casinos when I was living with Mark. Uh when I started the casino out there, I didn't have to wear a suit for you know, but I wore suits like the first almost my first month, uh close to a month, just so people knew who I was, made sure that I kind of stood out as you know a manager and then you know as time went on i didn't wear the suits 
I wore, you know, I still wore like slacks and and button ups and sometimes ties, just depending on how I was feeling. So, yeah, I mean, I work for the state of Nevada, but you know, very often I'm just working in a. If I'm not working at home, I'm working in a little cubicle, not interacting with a lot of people. I'll I go in in jeans and a like a Dickies shirt very often. Um, if I have to go over to be in front of the state Senate or Congress or be in front of the governor or a meeting with a different agency, then I go in and I dress appropriately. Um, but you know, just when it's just me doing my job in my cubicle, I I go comfortable. And, uh, Tyrus is uh, dressing down is more of a fad nowadays. Our generation still does the professional look. Uh, however, I was in a suit for VTA, but the guy after me was in jeans and a t-shirt and ended up getting hired too. Hmm. Yeah. And like I said, it, it's not a make or break. I mean, I have interviewed people that came in, you know, slacks and a button up and I interviewed the next person and they were in jeans and a t-shirt and yeah, maybe I hired them both or maybe I only hired the one in jeans and t-shirt. It's not, <laughs> it's not the end all be all, but right. you definitely need to know what you're interviewing for. If if you're interviewing to work in a restaurant, yeah, I'd probably be more likely to hire you in jeans and a t-shirt um, regardless as long as you have experience and you've got a good personality and all those other things. Yeah. Um, where if you're interviewing to be uh, an administrator or director for a state office with, with you know, the Nevada state government, you better show up in a suit because yeah. If not, probably not even going to be considered. You know what I mean? I feel it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I, I, the, well, I see. I'm kind of glad I didn't end up staying there because I, I went to, because I'd already been working at a place and then I had to re interview. And so I went in and, uh, I just went in in jeans and, uh, and a polo and I didn't end up coming back to that job, which in hindsight, I'm actually okay with that, but, but, uh, yeah, no, it's never, you know, it's nothing is nothing's ever guaranteed. No, absolutely not. Um, so something I've been posting a lot lately, I found this app that does face swapping and you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting because uh, we've talked about it before. These deep fake videos that are out there with, you know, taking Robert Downey Jr.'s face and putting it on to, Doc Brown from Back to the Future, and it looks good. It looks clean, right? And then how that technology was used for Star Wars, uh, Book of Boba Fett with Luke, um, it just, it's really well done, right? Um, and so I found this app where they, they they do face swapping. You just provide a picture, uh, and you'll if you're on our Facebook page, Instagram, whatever, you'll have seen that some of these things have gotten posted where I've taken <laughs> James and Mai's face, and put us on, you know, uh, Barack Obama and uh, Joe Biden uh, or on Chucky. Um, the Home Alone Stallone deep fake. I have not seen that. I'm going to have to I, check that out. Uh, Tyra said the Chucky yeah. ones were beyond creepy. Yeah. Those. <laughs> they were. Uh, it was it was it was good laugh. Good laugh on that one. Yeah, uh, I. It's just it's kind of funny to to do these and some of them work and look really good and others not so much. I mean, I did one of me as the rock and there's a couple of them where it looks really good in that whole cutscene. And then there's like one or two where it's like, oh, that doesn't look so good. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it just all depends. But it's amazing that they're able to just take a simple photo of me just like this. And then do that. Yeah. I, I just... <laughs> I don't know. Clearly, I I don't I don't know technology well enough to be able to make that kind of stuff. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's it's <laughs> the one, the one, uh, uh, the Biden Kamala. Oh, <laughs> yes, where I'm Biden oh. and you're Kamala Harris. Yeah, that was uh, that. Was, I was like, yeah, at least the hair is nice, though. Looking like a pimp. <laughs> wow. Looking like a pimp in a power suit. Wow. 
Did you? Did you? I don't. I, I don't know if you saw. It. I only put one this one up on the Instagram, which was uh, you as Tracy Jordan from Thirty Rock. Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, no I, the character I, is Tracy Jordan when he's oh, got his oh, shirt oh. up and he's like playing with his belly. I. You know. I only saw like a little clip of it. I didn't. It didn't like. Was it just a couple? It wasn't like a full. No. Couple just seconds. A, it, it was just a quick. It yeah. was just. A, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what. Okay, then I I was like, I was like, something wrong with this one today. <laughs> so I reloaded it a couple of times, and then. Well, like, yeah, the something wrong is I put your face on it. So. Wow. Uh, that's something I would have done, or I think I've probably done that multiple times before. So it's not a big deal. Oh yeah! All we need to do is get you like a paper towel roll and get some mimosas <laughs> in you, and that can that can be entertaining. Uh, so, times. so. Some fun facts to make you feel old thinking about Disneyland. So, uh, for an example, when the Carousel of Progress premiered, uh, for those of you that have seen the Carousel of Progress at Disneyland, or it is now at Walt Disney World, um, the first scene uh, is set in the late 1890s, which when Disneyland first opened... That would have been about 65 years in the past. So when you think about it, if they were to release that same attraction now and use the same premise uh, or so, the first room would be about when Disneyland first opened. So it'd be a, the first room would be approximately the mid fifties. Yeah. It's, it's interesting conceptually same thing like main street, right? So when Disneyland first opened, Main Street was modeled after the early 1900s. If you were to model Main Street today off of the same time gap, period. then Main Street <coughs> would be modeled off of approximately the 60s. 60s or 70s. Oh, wouldn't want that. Right? <laughs> Would not want that. When It's a Small World first opened, there, uh, the United States did not recognize China as a sovereign nation. Uh, there were two Germanys, an East and a West, and there was no Russia at the time. So uh, just, just kind of interesting. Uh, Debbie's calling out, uh, have you already talked about Toontown? What's going in that space? Uh, Toontown's not going anywhere. Uh, Toontown is going to going to still be there. They're, they have shut Toontown down. They're remodeling it. Um so there's there's going to be a lot of changes happening in Toontown. Uh, there's going to be a large open, almost park picnic type area for families to enjoy. Oh, that's uh, kind of cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, they're also adding mm. in Mickey Minnie's Runaway Train or whatever it's called. That's already yeah open. the same the same traction that they have at Disney World, right? Yeah, it, uh, from my understanding, there will be some slight differences, but uh, yeah, that will be there. Um, I've heard that Gadget's Co Go Coaster might go away, but then I've heard it might just be repurposed. Um, so we'll see. But uh, Toontown is not going away. It will still be there. It just will be different. It's getting a facelift is is one of the ways I've seen it described. <laughs> Steven's back on the turkey. Listen, Steven, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if, if we go to Disneyland again, you better be there. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so I, I give me just a moment. I'm pulling up a photo. Uh, I'm trying to of the new. Uh, let me just go to the Disney Resort page. Here we go. We'll pull this up. Boom. All right. So this is from the Disneyland uh, blog page. And this is talking about uh, transformation coming to Mickey's Toontown in 2023. And as you can see there, that's kind of the new looking Mickey. Um, Gross. So this is kind of the, the larger. Let's see if I can zoom this in. And here we go. Uh, too far. There we go. That's about as big as I can make it. So for those of you that are, are watching, uh, you, you do have the fortunate ability to see what we're seeing. Uh, but right now, uh, for those of you that are listening, I'll try to do my best with my words to describe. Uh, so this image that we're looking at is the new proposed Toontown with the play area. And you can still see there's the coaster in the background. There's still Donald's house, Goofy's house. 
Um, it's just there's this large section that that has been cleaned up. It looks like Chippendale's treehouse perhaps is being moved more forward into the land. Um, so, a lot more, uh, a lot more trees. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more greenery. It's going to be uh, my understanding is going to be a little bit more. It's going to feel a little bit more tight, but it's going to, like I said, it's ultimately a facelift to to really update it. Um, it looks like the Acme factory is still back over there, which is nice. Yeah. So here's, here's another image from a, a new fountain and again, a picnic type area where families can go to, I guess, sit and relax on grass. Maybe, uh, I guess we'll see how that actually fleshes out, but, uh, Turf. <laughs> uh and, uh, Steven, uh, moving along with that Turkey leg, uh, First of all, it's Mark with a K. Nice try. Um, but uh, he he does say he won't buy you a turkey leg. So, oh. um, Stephen, <laughs> I had to. It was the only way he was going to eat it. He kept making oh. excuses. Um, you know, I, I don't know what his issue was. He just kept copping out. So back on um, this again. All I right. forced I forced the issue by buying it. So would I do it again? I don't know. Um, but that appears to be the only images that they really have. Um, on the new Toontown. So Debbie, that is what is going on there. We'll have to see if the, uh, you know, Oh, sorry. Gar sounds like garbage. Garbage truck. Garbage is coming. Um, but no, and, it's, and, I, and to those of you watching and listening, this is what we mean. Interact with us. If you bring up something that we want to talk about, we'll take the time. We'll, we'll shift gears, you know? So yeah. Debbie, Debbie brought it up. Let's talk about it. Why not? Yeah, no doubt. And then, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Hold on. Uh, there's a there's a children's song that we listen to quite often because uh, you know I've got a little one, and yeah. uh, it it it's about a garbage truck rolling down the street picking up your trash. Garbage truck. Um, <laughs> yeah. So adorable. Um, yeah, they're probably gonna be back soon. So, anyways, um. But yeah, oh, bruh, <laughs> last week, last week, it was so windy in Vegas. Uh, How windy was it? Our garbage cans rolled away. I I have seen that happen up here. Uh, I had it happen once uh, where, not here in Reno, but when I was down in, in Minden, when after trash pickup, I, I, I'm hoping this was an empty trash can. Yeah, this is empty trash can. Okay. So yes, I, I have. But no, but there was people like some of them were blowing over the smaller trash cans. They were blowing like they blew over and like the like you know not not a lot of garbage, but some garbage fell out of the cans. And I was like, come on now. Interesting. And really quickly, speaking of Toontown, I would love to see Disney bring back Toontown, the game, the online multi massive oh role playing game that was that existed for a while. Um, I, I just had to throw that out there because I, I very much I enjoyed it. I think it would be cool to bring that back, but uh, it's probably never going to happen. Um, so so speaking about Disney, speaking about uh, Disney parks, stuff like that, James, I was thinking. So we, we had discussed possibly going to Disney World next year. Um, right. I, I just wanted to put this out there and see what your feeling is. I was almost thinking, what about a cruise? What kind of cruise? I don't know. To Alaska, to Mexico, but doing a Disney cruise because we both do, have been. Wait, to do Disney. they have the? They have the Disney cruises in for Alaska now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Because we both have been to Disney World, right? Yeah. We both have been to Disneyland, right? We've done just about everything there is to do Disney in the U.S. except for. I, I have done the Disney cruise, but I have not. Right. I did the one I did the one in the uh in Florida though, the Bahamas one. Yes. So, so that would be I would actually enjoy doing uh like an Alaskan cruise. That'd okay. be kind of dope. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh something uh I think we should discuss and think about. Uh Tyrus uh references I must know Coco Melon theme. Uh, I don't know the Coco Melon theme, but I will tell you that I do know the Coco Melon song uh about going to use the bathroom. Um, we're, we're dealing with, we're dealing with potty training lately. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a Coco Melon, uh, potty training song. So 
I know that one pretty well. Have you heard the heavy metal version of Surface Pressure from a Candle? Wow. I, I have not, Debbie. I have not heard this this song. Um, I guess we will have to check that out after the show. Yeah. Uh, Tyra says that Disney cruises are extremely overpriced and on older ships. So um, I don't know. Maybe it won't be a Disney cruise. Maybe it'll be someone else, something else. But it is something that I was thinking about kicking around is maybe instead of Disney World next year, maybe we do a cruise um, and save Disney World for a couple more years. But uh, I don't know. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be okay with that. I would definitely be okay with that. There was at one point in time, I was actually looking at a cruise to Hawaii, but it was also a 13 day cruise. Yes. And majority of those are one way. It's either two. No, Hawaii this was, this or... was, this was, this was back. That's why it was 13 days. It was actually, it left from San Francisco, went down to, uh, was it? yeah, no, it went left from San Francisco, went down to Mexico and then it's three days on the water. And then pretty much each day you get to an island and you pretty much you have a, a day at each island. At night, it sails to the next island. And then um, you have a day on that island and, you know, going through the islands. And then it's three days back. You go to Mexico and then back up to San Francisco. Interesting. It was 13 days. And that's why I like I was looking at it. It actually wasn't bad price. I don't remember the price now, but that was also like years ago. And, uh, and and people were like, I was like, yo, does anybody want to do this? And they were like, no, nah, that's almost too long. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, it could be fun. And then um, uh, basically uh, they were like, somebody was like, you do realize it's going to be just like a bunch of old people on that ship. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> people who are retired got that time. James, I, I hate know. to break I'm, it to you, but uh you're you're getting to be old bro you're yeah next year when time, we go on this cruise you will be yeah 40. yeah i understand that but what i'm saying is is that before that it was like this was like i said this was a number of years ago uh-huh but but so. now you you are you're the old single guy yeah thanks thanks for uh thanks for pointing that out that's right ladies he's like single I didn't already know <laughs> yes, but our audience doesn't. So, you know, maybe folks, if you know anyone, Bro, we, did, we lost... had a show, we had an sh entire show of me on dating websites. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know anyone in the Las Vegas uh, metropolitan area, uh, you know, James, James needs to find a, a lady. Please help him. He He's pushing 40 and uh, he's got his own place. He's got his own place. That's that's something. <laughs> I, I mean, I his br his brother's there, but he's got his own place. Yeah. Well. So uh, yes, we need a James dating episode. I absolutely agree, Stephen. Uh, we did. Yeah, we, we should do it. Like we should do a dating we, episode where we we find three young contestants, three young ladies to come on, uh, or old ladies at this point for you um, to. <laughs> Where you get to like ask them questions, and then at the end you pick one to go on a date with. We're playing. We're playing uh, the the dating game. Yeah, kind of. I could be. Uh, I could be like Chuck Woolery, two and two. We're <laughs> back in two and two. Yeah, love connection. So uh, yeah, I uh, I think this is a good stopping point uh, for your sake. <laughs> yes, please, my God, thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about today? No, nah, man. Uh, just let's uh, let's hope uh, again. I've all, I've said this like the past couple of weeks, but let's hope that uh, some cooler heads can prevail in in the situation on the other side of the world at this point. Uh, I'm just I'm uh, luckily you know what I'm I'm happy that we've uh, we we have kind of stayed we've stayed out of it militarily. I mean we've we've thrown the sanctions and everything so but um but no i'm really glad that we found other ways to 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 work in this one so hopefully that that will stand and hopefully again putin will putin will cool his jets hopefully and that's right folks next week one year anniversary of fat and black connection 
We'll uh, we'll find some special stuff to discuss. We'll look back on the last year, uh, different topics that we've covered, and see where things have come since then. Um, so yeah, be here next week for that one year anniversary. Hopefully, year. We'll, hopefully we'll have a new logo to unveil to y'all. Oh man, that'd be exciting. That'd yes. be really exciting yes. to have. But uh, it's been real. It's been fun. But for your sake, especially with this ending. It has not been real fun. Yeah. Hey, make sure we get that uh, that that low that code too, so that we can put that on our page. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. <laughs>